You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is March 5th, 2021. Happy All-Star break, everyone. My name is Philip Ross. I'm the expert insight editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. Of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore O-N-D. On today's episode of Locked On Magic, I'll have a quick one for you here since I'm coming to you late on a Friday afternoon. We'll talk about Team, Le- team uh, Durant and where Nikola Vucevic got drafted in the All-Star Draft. Plus, some trade rumors came out. Ooh. I'll tell you why... The Magic are in the position of power when it comes to these deals. We'll talk about all that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do any of that, I do want to remind you all, you can check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching Gravity Download Podcast for Locked On and the team you're looking for. Just like this podcast here covering the Orlando Magic with excruciating detail, this podcast covering every single team in the NBA with the same level of care and detail that you can only find from a local expert who knows their team best. Want the lowdown on, say, the Miami Heat, the team that the Magic will play when they get out of the break? Check out our pals at Locked On Heat. They are our friends. We're on good terms with them for now. No matter who your team is, whether it's in the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, or College 2, there is a Locked On podcast for you. Just search for every download podcast for Locked On in the team you're looking for. The Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. The NBA held its all-star draft on Thursday. And surprise! Nikola Vucevic was not taken last. I was actually very surprised by that. As much as I think Nikola Vucevic is a legitimate all-star, um, his game doesn't really lend itself to the, all- to the all-star game. And uh, his honestly, his, uh, his style of play uh, is not an all-star style of play, but also he's not like super connected with a lot of the players. But unsurprisingly, he was drafted by a player who has shown public admiration for him. Uh, Kevin Durant tweeted a few years ago, actually, um, just kind of randomly on a, on a random uh, on a random game night that Nikola Vucevic he, he is one of the most skilled players in the league and 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 just expressing how much how impressed he is with Vucevic so it was predictable and not surprising that Durant was taken by or that Vucevic was taken by Team Durant Durant will not be playing in the game of course um, Vucevic wasn't taken early uh, let's 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 make no mistake about it there are uh, two picks made by Durant after him including quite controversially the two players. From the Utah Jazz, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Uh, I, I won't get into why that happened. That's uh, for Locked On Jazz to get into as well. Um, but uh, Kevin Durant did also provide the fun line of the evening that uh, he does know how to pronounce Nikola Vucevic's last name, unlike Kendrick Perkins. We're going to sit here and we're going to talk about the All-Star Game plus the skills challenge that Nikola Vucevic is going to participate in on Monday's episode of Locked On Magic. But to say the least, um, it's this is fun. Hey, Nikola Vucevic will be wearing a blue jersey, so... Get your go go buy your your blue Indiana styled uh, All Star jerseys um, for this fun event. Um, and Nikola Vucevic is is going to have an interesting role on this team. Um, you know, again, it's not very clear how much he's going to play, but he will be in a front court rotation that does include uh, Julius Randle and Zion Williamson. What is also interesting about the and and Joel Embiid in the starting lineup. Um, Again, I am not expecting Vucevic to play a lot of minutes. Um, I think he had four points in his first All-Star game. And Vucevic said, uh, now that he has been through an All-Star game, he knows what the atmosphere is like. He knows uh, what to expect from the game itself. He's hoping to assert himself a little bit more. Um, And he did a good job on the glass. I think it was like four points, five rebounds in that game two years ago. I'm expecting something similar. I'm expecting him, you know, hopefully he can get a three up. Um, Hopefully maybe score like five, six, seven points would be nice. If he could get to 10, that would be even better. 
Um, maybe we'll see him start the fourth quarter um, and kind of help set the tone for the run to the Elam ending. Uh, what, what, honestly, what I want to see from Nikola Vucevic, aside from not getting hurt, um, that's priority number one. Do not get hurt. Nobody get hurt in this All Star game. Um, besides that, I would like to see. Um, Vucevic be a little bit more assertive and have an impact on on winning the game. Um, yeah, it's an all-star game. It doesn't matter. But, you know, if he's going to be in in the fourth quarter, if his minutes are going to come, his second half minutes specifically, I want to see him do something positive to help his team win, um, whether it's a rebound, whether it's a, a defensive play, which doesn't take much in this game, um, or just scoring scoring a bunch of points, going through a little bit of a spurt of his own. We're not expecting him to be the, the, the game MVP. We're not expecting anything like that. Um, I imagine that Zion Williamson, who's uh, I think nursed some injuries, is, is got or nursing some long-term injuries, uh, might get a little bit of a breather. Um, you know, it, it's Team Durant is a very good team. Uh, the starting lineup of Bradley Beal, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Kawhi Leonard, Jason Tatum, that is a fun lineup. Um, then again, the, the other lineup is also very good with LeBron, Giannis, Steph, Luka, and Jokic. Um, it's it's not going to be easy. I, I do like uh, Team LeBron, but you know, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I think Team Durant's going to win the game. Um, I like Team Durant's uh, center position, especially with with Embiid uh, as the anchor of the potential MVP this season, um, as well as having a guy like Zion and Vooch coming off the bench, as well as Julius Randle, uh, centers who can stretch, who can all stretch the floor, um, and, and and you know be good good cogs in the machine. They've got the scores in James Harden and Kyrie Irving and Kawhi Leonard. Um, they've they've got all the pieces necessary. It feels like uh, to 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 win this game now. It's an all-star game. It's silly to, to try and predict who's going to be the best player, who's going to win the whole thing. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Damian Lillard goes out there and is just in FU mode after not getting the starting spot. Uh, would not surprise me if he is the game MVP. Uh, that's certainly a narrative that I think we will be watching very, very closely. Wouldn't surprise me if Donovan Mitchell also has is a little bit of an FU mode and tries to win the MVP for Team Durant as well. Um, I'm sure he'll be looking to snatch Rudy Gobert at some point too, or maybe allow himself to get blocked by Rudy Gobert to prove that Rudy Gobert is actually a very good defender, which he is. I'm not saying he isn't. Don't hurt, don't hurt me. Um, but overall, uh, I'm excited to see this game. Uh, I thought last year's All-Star game was fantastic. Um, adding the Elam ending added such a nice mix to it. Um, if you don't know what the Elam ending is, it's that target targeted score ending that they they tried out last year that they used in the basketball tournament. It is really a fun way to end games. I'm not sure I'm for it uh, as far as implementing it in NBA regular season games. I think it might be a good way to do overtime uh, in the regular season. That's kind of my idea for how to implement it. Um, just kind of make, you know, just to end overtimes quicker um, uh, as well. But well, well, I, I I like that the league is experimenting with it and continuing to experiment with it as well. Um, this whole NBA All Star Draft thing has I think been really really successful as well uh, for the league. Uh, I I am really again eager to see what Nikola Vucevic has in store, whether how much he's he's gotten comfortable with the All Star setting, uh, and to have his chance in the sun because again, the Magic aren't a team that's in the sun very often. Um, you know, this is just not a team that's in the in the spotlight. Um, yeah, I remember when Tracy McGrady went to the All-Star game in 2003, um, his last year, or 2004, his last year in Orlando. Um, it felt like just a reward to to allow McGrady to kind of be in his element again, um, you know, play, you know, playing meaningful basketball because the, that Magic team was just so terrible. Um, I feel the same way about Vucevic. This is a reward for a fantastic season and a team that just cannot give him the support that it needs through no fault of his own. Um, that that Magic team was someone's fault, um, John Weisbrown. But um, this Magic team is not anyone's fault. It is just an injury-filled season. The All-Star Game tips off Sunday at 8 o'clock. The coverage on TNT starts at 5.30. 
The skills competition will occur before the game, slam dunk contest uh, at halftime. So we'll get lots and lots and lots of fun on Sunday. We'll recap all the action on Monday's episode of Locked on Magic. But before we close shop here, before we close the show, there have been a couple trade rumors that snuck out uh, from Shams Charania of The Athletic. We'll talk about those coming up here in just a moment. But first, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Get real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code LOCKEDON. Again, use the promo code LOCKEDON for 50% on, off your first deposit. Go to BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, Big Ben is back in yellow and black. Is that good for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts today. So we're three weeks away from the trade deadline, so we can't escape that even if we're on the all-star break. The uh, Orlando Magic are expected to be very active at the trade deadline. Um, That's honestly what happens when your team with playoff expectations that finds itself 10 games under 500, three and a half games out of the final play-in spot, a little bit further out of the final of the eighth spot in the playoffs, um, as well as uh, kind of staring a season of, of just massive disappointment. Um, you know, this is a team, uh, as, I've, as I've noted throughout the course of the season, this is a team that I think a lot of, a lot of people have suspected are due for some major change or due to kind of restart or rebuild. And it has just, I wouldn't say have been in denial about it, but they've taken a different approach. Um, this front office believes that teams develop best by being in winning environments, and they understand they're a young team that's beginning to transition to that next phase um, and to that next generation, so to speak. Uh, but they're not going to hit the reset button, so to speak. Um, so I think what happened this offseason is the Magic were, were searching for deals, searching to make the kind of moves that a lot of people are hoping for, um, but could not find deals that helped them in their goals. It would help them stay in their playoff spot or advance them further. And the reality is there was no reason to rush. Um, there, there's just no reason to do it. The Magic were still an 8 seed. They were still in the playoff chase. They had young guys that were growing and developing. They felt like they could grow and develop them to take them to that next step, maybe open some doors to make some deals to get to the next step beyond that, and so on and so on and so on and so on. That's how teams build in the modern NBA. They draft their guys, they develop their guys, and then they use those guys to kind of take the next step as needed. That's that's really how it's done. It's it's really that simple. And the Magic, you know, have guys they really like in Jonathan Isaac and Barkel Fultz, now in Cole Anthony and Chumo Kiki, and, and to some extent still to Mo ba- in Mo Bamba. They have an all-star Nikola Vucic, one of the best players at his position. I often say that Jonathan Isaac is the only player in the, on the team with an elite skill, and I still believe that. Nikola Vucevic is the only player on this roster that's probably in the top 10 in his position group. And honestly, I would argue, I, I might be able to argue that Nikola Vucevic is a top five center in the league. Uh, it's what Jokic and, Jokic and Embiid are probably one and two. Um, depending on how you how you um, count Anthony Davis, I think Davis probably counts himself as a four. Um, but essentially, essentially, like who you have after Embiid and Jokic, um, it's probably Vucevic and Gobert come next as, as the three and four. So... I, I, I think that 
you have to give Nikola Vucevic his respect. And I think the Magic want to build around him and use him to kind of give them some stability as they prepare their next phase of this build. Um, and, and, and that's where all these trade rumors have to start. Every trade rumor has to start with this understanding of what the Magic are trying to accomplish and what they're trying to be. So what does the 2022 Magic look like? Before we get into the specific trade rumors, what does the 2022 Magic look like? To me, it's this. Marco Fultz and Jonathan Isaac are your clear building blocks. The Magic reinvested in them with contract extensions. Whether Jeff Weltman succeeds or fails as a general manager or as the president of basketball operations is going to be on them. And I hate to put it all on them, but that's a pretty big piece. That's a pretty heavy investment. And the Magic are clearly indicating to the rest of the league, these are the guys we're going to build around. These are the guys that we believe are our future. Now, again, there's still a lot of moving pieces before then, so you know, necessarily, you don't necessarily lose if you trade one of those guys, or certainly the draft is going to play a role. We'll get to that. Um, but for now, looking at the 2022 roster, Isaac and Fultz are the guys, and they're both coming off of torn ACLs. Um, they're going to need all of next season to get themselves back, which is, again, why I have argued that the Magic are in no rush to move Nikola Vucevic. Nikola Vucevic has two years left on his contract after this one, um, they need him next year to provide some stability, to give them a solid base for their team to grow from, to kind of begin expanding and building upon. Uh, and, and and that's why that's why I don't see them moving Nikola Vucevic. Um, that's why I don't see them really entertaining offers for Nikola Vucevic that do not bring back a solid star in return. And we'll get to some of that coming up here in 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 the next segment. So next year's roster already. I'm Putting in pen, Isaac and Fultz. I'm putting in very and you know probably a raceable pen, but pen nonetheless. Nikola Vucevic, and then of course you have the draft pick. Um, as much as maybe I get into arguments with people about tanking and about the draft, yes, the Magic's draft pick next year is a key part of the team's future. And yes, it is a pick that Jeff Weltman cannot screw up. Uh, no pressure, Jeff Weltman. Jeff Weltman has to get that pick right. It has to be a player that not necessarily a star player. It'd be nice if we were a star player. But a player that's going to contribute to this franchise moving forward. It is a building block of this team's future, whether we want it to be or not. Currently, the Magic are in line for the fourth best odds to win the NBA Draft Lottery. I know some fans would like that to be better. I am not optimistic that it will be better. I think it's very possible that the Magic end up fifth, um, passing Cleveland. Um, I don't think that that's impossible, although I think that's a little bit more iffy. So the Magic are going to probably end up with the fourth or fifth best odds in the lottery. I, I don't think Orlando's passing Detroit. I don't think Orlando's going to be worse than Minnesota. I don't think Orlando's going to be worse than Houston, especially if Houston trades Victor Oladipo. I think those are the three teams that are going to have the top odds in the lottery. The Magic and Cleveland are probably going to fight it out for fourth and fifth, or suck it out for fourth and fifth. I don't know. Um, so again, I, I put that at 50-50. The Magic schedule's going to be very, very hard, um, although they are probably going to get Aaron Gordon and Cole Anthony back. Um, certainly there will be some trades in the, pro- in the process. So... Those four players, then, are the Magic's building blocks for 2021. Again, reviewing. Markel Fultz, Jonathan Isaac, Nikola Vucevic, and whoever the Magic draft. Those are the building blocks for the 2021 season. That's not to say that everyone else is expendable, but it is to say that the Magic are certainly going to be willing to listen to and take offers on all those other players. What the Magic are looking for here will be important. I did that big podcast last week on what the Magic are looking for in trades and what they're looking for to move off of some of these players. Having that in mind is going to be very, 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 very key because now you're starting to build, okay, how do we get the most out of that core group of players? And really, you know, yes, I think Nikola Vujic is important for next year, 
How much further beyond that is certainly a big question. So again, you, what you're doing with Mobamba matters here. What you're doing with a lot of other pieces matters here too. So this is where we're going to learn. I mean, this offseason, this draft, this trade deadline, honestly, it's been delayed. I, I won't deny. I won't lie. I, I think it has been delayed by a year. I think they, they started, this process should have started last offseason. And because of COVID, um, because of how crazy this, pan, this season was going to be, I think they anticipated that. Um, and I think they tried to shortcut it a little bit. And if not for the injuries, they might have succeeded. Um, like betting on continuity to help them climb the standings, uh, I think the Magic planned for this season. Unfortunately, just they got hit with so many injuries that you cannot foresee. The Magic just kind of had an accidental tanking season or a disaster season, which does happen. And it's not the end of the world. I don't think this season's the end of the world. I don't think, you know, as I wrote, as I wrote on Online Magic Daily, which I'll talk a little bit more about next week, I'm sure. Um, I don't think that this means Steve Clifford's job is in danger. I don't think that Jeff Weltman's job is in danger. But the pressure certainly ramps back up next year to get the Magic back to where they were before all these injuries hit. What Jeff Weltman has to do, then, is show us what the future of this franchise looks like. That's really the work that's being done now, is to begin shifting this team, not to what it's going to look like in 2021. That's That's secondary. It's about what it looks like, say, after Nikola Vucevic is gone in 2022, 2023, 2024, 2025. That four-year stretch, that four- or five-year stretch where Jonathan Isaac's under contract under this first deal and Markel Fultz is under contract during his deal. Isaac signed a four-year deal that starts next year. Fultz signed a three-year deal that starts next year, too. Those are the big questions, and that's what has to start getting answered at the trade deadline. I want to talk specifically about the rumors that Shams Charania of The Athletic posted on, on The Athletic, obviously, um, yesterday, um, and, and, and what those rumors say and, and, and what it says about both the market and about what the Magic are thinking of doing when we come back from this short break. Because now I have to talk about Blue Chew. This episode is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as other supplements, but in chewable form at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence for when it is time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. And it ships right to your door in discreet packaging. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. BlueChew's licensed medical providers work with you to find the right ingredient and strength for your prescription. Don't like swallow, swallowing pills? There are no problems here. The tablets are completely chewable. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA, and they're prepared and shipped direct, so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. So if you could benefit from extra confidence when it's time to perform, visit BlueChew.com for more details and important safety information. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Try BlueChew free when you use our promo code LOCKEDON. At checkout, just pay $5 in shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first month free. And we thank BlueChew for sponsoring this podcast. When you need fantasy basketball advice, it's important that you have a reliable source. More people trust Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, than any other fantasy basketball podcast. Subscribe to the number one fantasy basketball podcast, Locked On Fantasy Basketball, wherever you get podcasts. So Sham Sharania of The Athletic posted two interesting rumors, um, and there's never very many rumors coming out of the Orlando Magic camp because the Magic don't leak anything. 
It's good for them. That's good that you don't want to leak things. Um, they usually catch everyone by surprise. Um, but uh, th there were some rumors, some reported rumors coming out. So they're probably coming from agents or from outside of the magic that we do want to talk about because there's maybe kernel of truth to some of them. Um, I want to start with uh, the one that I think has some legs, a, a little bit of legs and, and a little bit of, and, and like caused me to raise my eyebrows just a hair. Um, uh, Chamsharani reports that the Minnesota Timberwolves are on the hunt for power forward and that they had engaged in discussions with both the Atlanta Hawks for John Collins and the Orlando Magic for Aaron Gordon. Um, it has been no secret, no secret at all, that the Minnesota Timberwolves have been on the hunt for someone like Aaron Gordon. Um, it is there have been several rumors connecting the Magic, connecting the Wolves to Aaron Gordon for a while now. Um, it is it is not a surprise that we're seeing this come up. And Shams elaborated that the Magic and the Wolves had talked about Gordon uh, in some detail. Again, and I would always say, what does in detail mean? What does, or I think those are my words, not his words, but what does any, what do any of these words mean? They could mean a ton of things. So take all of it with a grain of salt. Um, they had talked about Aaron Gordon before Gordon's injury kind of took him off the table for now. Um, to be sure, uh, that whether the Magic are able to trade Aaron Gordon or whether the Magic find a market for Aaron Gordon probably depends on him returning before the trade deadline takes place and playing a few games just to give everyone a sense that he is healthy. Um, sprained ankles aren't serious injuries, but this was a pretty severe sprain that he's obviously missed uh, almost a month, uh, a little bit more than a month now um, with. Um, so we'll, we'll see if Gordon's ready to go. Um, he did say in a recent media availability that he is uh, uh, play, uh, doing a lot more on the court, but it's not clear uh, at what point um, Gordon will return uh, to the court. Whether the Minnesota Timberwolves have enough to get Aaron Gordon, though, is the real question. Um, as, as I noted on the podcast last week, what are the Magic searching for in an Aaron Gordon trade? Um, certainly part of the reason why the Magic might be interested in trading Gordon is because ultimately they're more invested in Jonathan Isaac and Chuma Okiki at this point. Um, and b both players probably play better at the four. Um, and a pairing of Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac has been questionable at best. Um, it's not that Aaron Gordon's a bad player. It's not that he doesn't necessarily fit what the team is doing. I don't think the Magic are in any rush to make a move. But did you have to consider how do we get the most out of Jonathan Isaac? And I think there are some legitimate questions and some real, real things to say that Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac do not get the most out of each other. And I think that's really, really, really important as the Magic continue to build. Like I said, the goal now is to shape and shift this team to look like the team it will be in 2023, 2024, 2025, so to speak. Um, does Aaron Gordon fit that vision? If he doesn't, we need to start exploring and figuring out if a trade is worth it. And I think I think that is a very legitimate question uh, at this point, or a very legitimate question um, as far as what the Magic are looking for. So, so what are the Magic looking for then? Um, I would suspect that they want... Um, a young prospect, um, someone that they f think can fill a rotation spot, possibly even do a spot start or, or start in the short term for them. Um, I don't think they're looking for necessarily young prospects. I don't think they're looking for draft picks. They want to compete next year, and that's going to color all these decisions that the Magic want to be competitive in 2021. So what do the Wolves have to offer? From a contract basis, uh, the only two players that really make sense are Ricky Rubio, um, who has got one more year left on his deal, um, and it's a pretty hefty contract, uh, and Malik Beasley, who's just started, who just started a four-year contract. 
Malik Beasley has definitely been someone that the Magic fans have been interested in. Um, there's talk that the Magic might have tried to go after him last year when he was with the Denver Nuggets before Minnesota got him. Um, and then they signed him to that long-term deal. Um, if the Magic are planning to trade Evan Fournier, which is always hanging in the background here, adding Malik Beasley wouldn't be a terrible replacement um, option. Um, you know, again, you're you're bringing him in. He's, I think he's paid a little bit less than Evan Fournier in the short term, but by the end of his contract, he'll be paid more. So it's about a comparable contract for contract with Evan Fournier. So maybe that makes it easier to, to sort of dump Evan Fournier for whatever you can get. Um, I... I, I, I I don't think that moves the needle enough for me. Um, I, I, I'd understand if that's the deal that the Magic want to take. Um, I, I think that there is some logic to it, but I think the Magic also want to try and create some financial flexibility, which you know acquiring Malik Beasley would not do. Um, a, a deal of Ricky Rubio and either I think like I think it's Jane McDaniel's um, or one of those other young prospects, you know, that that the Wolves have. Um, I think that gets you close. That that's that's interesting too, but. Uh, unless the plan is to immediately flip Ricky Rubio, um, I, I don't want to eat that last that last year of his contract. I don't think that helps the Magic at all either. Um, I think there's a framework for a deal with Minnesota. I, I do think that this one has a little bit of legs. Um, I'm not sure Minnesota wants to give up Malik Beasley. I don't think that that's something that they're necessarily interested in. I saw some people pitching that D'Angelo Russell might be the play for the Magic. I don't think that's the play at all. I don't think the Magic have any interest in D'Angelo Russell despite fan interest in him. Um, I, I, I don't think that's the direction they want to go. I think they're, they want to give Markel Fultz the chance, and, and Russell and Fultz probably don't work super well together, especially with Russell's uh, defensive deficiencies. The more interesting part of the rumor that came out, though, was regarding Nikola Vucevic. Um, no doubt there is a market for Nikola Vucevic. Um, he is always involved in trade rumors, and especially with the Magic being what they are, there seems to be a sense, or a lot of people seem to think that now might be the time for them to trade their all-star. Um I don't think it is. Like I've said, I think he is vitally important, and I've told about everyone that has asked me that if you're going to trade me, if you're going to have me trade Nikola Vucevic, I want a star back in return. And indeed, uh, Shams reports that both the Charlotte Hornets and the Boston Celtics have inquired about Nikola Vucevic. Uh, the Celtics inquiring about Vucevic. Who started that one before? But the Magic are expected to ask for a sort of king's ransom, that the price to move Vucevic will be extremely high. And for the moment, at least, the Magic do consider Nikola Vucevic a key part of the team's short-term future, um, perhaps even their long-term future as he's just, what, 30, 31 years old. The best deal that I could come up with um, involving the Boston, Boston Celtics would have to include Jalen Brown or Kemba Walker. Um, a lot of people have pitched me a sort of like Robert Williams uh, and a bunch of first-round picks for Nikola Vucevic, and I just flatly say no because Robert Williams is not a star. This team is not looking to rebuild. They want to be back in the playoffs next year. Um, and so that doesn't get the job done. So taking the trade exception and, and Robert Williams ain't going to get it done. Um, to trade Nikola Vucevic, it will cost Boston, Jalen Brown, or Kemba Walker. And I frankly, for the same reasons I said, talked about Ricky Rubio, don't have an interest in Kemba Walker. His in, despite his scoring ability, his injury history, his contract, he's owed, what, $35, $36 million over the next three years, essentially. Um, is it, I don't want that. That's 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 handicapping the team for no reason. Um, the Celtics are trading Jalen Brown. That's probably a non-starter for them. I don't think there's a deal with Boston. I, 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 I just don't. I know Boston loves Vucevic. They could definitely use the center help. They don't. They don't have the pieces to make a deal happen. To be perfectly frank, um, the Magic aren't the Magic aren't going to deal with them. Charlotte might, depending on what they want to do. Um, there are some interesting ideas with the Charlotte Hornets. Uh, I won't deny that. Um, they've got. Uh, again, from the star perspective, 
They've got Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, and LaMelo Ball. They're clearly not trading LaMelo Ball. And so they've got a log jam at point guard. I think you could maybe get away with playing Devontae Graham and LaMelo Ball together. Um, so if the Celtics traded, uh, traded uh, what's it called, uh, Terry Rozier, I think the Magic would have to at least think about it because obviously they would need the scoring, they would need this, this playmaking and shooting that Rozier could provide. And Rozier can play the two a little bit. Um, so maybe you can pair him with Markel Fultz a little, a little bit as well. So I think there's something there. Um, but I don't know if that's something that Charlotte would go for. And I don't even know if that's something Orlando would go for. The other idea that I had was you could maybe take Devontae Graham, who's uh, going to be a free agent next year, um, and just do a pure salary dump. They've got The Hornets have a lot of expiring contracts. So you could honestly do Devontae Graham, Cody Zeller, and I think one other guy, uh, and get to Vucevic's salary amount. That would essentially be a Tobias Harris trade. I would say avoid that. This is not a free agent class worth playing. Um, the Magic aren't going to be able to get those free agents anyway. Um, a salary dump would be a terrible use of this contract. Again, even if the plan is to re-sign Devontae Graham, I don't think that's the play. I don't think that's a good play for the Orlando Magic. Um, I, 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 I do think that Terry Rozier is probably the best the Magic could do for Nikola Vucevic right now. Um, I don't know if that's the right play. I, I still think Vucevic gives this team so much. Um, I, I am hesitant to give him up on that kind of a deal. But again... I talk about this a lot when it comes to trades. It's about the framework of the deal. It's about is there a potential to make a deal? There's definitely something there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna deny it. So I would I would definitely keep an eye on the Charlotte Hornets. But that's gonna do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked On Magic. Thank you for joining me late. If you've joined me late, if you're joining this on the weekend, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy your all-star break. You can of course subscribe to the podcast and Apple Podcasts if you're tuned in Himalay, Google Play, Spotify, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast enabled listening device. You can find me on Twitter at Philip R underscore MD. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can also follow us there on Twitter at O Magic Daily. We'll have plenty coming up from the All-Star game on Sunday. That's going to do for me, though. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Phil Foster Mike. We'll see you all again next time for another episode 